morning, Deacon Flip Quill again. This August the 1st, 2021 of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm here with you today to go to Sunday school. Our Sunday school lesson is for all salvation, for all who believe. And before we get started, let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come right now thanking you for all the things that you have done, all the things you have done. And Lord God, most of all, we thank you for all the promises that you're making to for us that long as we'll beat into your word. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Lord God, for all praises, go to God. Lord God, we thank you for all that you do. We thank you for the sick and the shady, and we pray for them, Lord God. And we thank you for all the bereaved families, Lord God, that we pray that your Holy Spirit will keep their mind in perfect peace. Praise the Lord in all his thankfulness and his mightiness. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And again, our lesson today is salvation for all who believe. Our printed text is coming from the book of Romans. Romans, the 10th chapter, the first, the 5th through the 17th verse. Written by the Apostle Paul. I'm sorry, the 5th through the 17th verse. And we, we got four outlines for today. The first outline is we cannot be saved by the law. Romans 10th chapter, the fifth verse. Our second outline is, we are saved through Jesus Christ, the only way. Verses six and seven. Third outline is, we must become Christian, but how? Verses eight to 13. And the fourth outline is, we must take the good news to others. Verses 14 to 17. And before we start our lesson, let's give, let me give you a little background. <clears throat> Excuse me. Born a Jew, Paul was highly educated in the Jewish faith and understood the doctrine, teachings, and workings of the law. His education, training, and love for the law contributed to his zealous opposition of Christians and their teachings. As a former prosecutor of Christians, therefore, he understood how zeal for a cause could turn a person into a murderous opinion, opponent. After his dramatic conversion while traveling to Damascus to detain and imprison Christians, Paul became a defender of the faith he had up to them, despised. More so, he became the apostle to the Gentiles and the only directly called to reach his former enemies. Our first section, we cannot be saved by the law. And I'll be reading the NLT, the New Living Translation book. For Moses write that the laws, ways, and making a person right with God requires obedience to all of his commandments. Paul enlightened, these, Paul enlightened these Gentiles, Jews, believers, about the ferulity of trying to be saved by the law. He shows them and us today that no one can meet such high standards set by the law and be saved. After all, we are all sinners. He wants us to appreciate that to be saved by the law, a person would have to, be, have to live a perfect life, and no one 
No one but Jesus Christ himself could do that. Paul explained further that God gave the law, not to save us, but to show us how guilty we are before a holy God. Section two, we are saved through Jesus Christ, the only way. But faith way of getting right with God says, don't say in your heart who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth. And don't say who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again. Jesus is the end of the law. With his death, burial, resurrection, he fulfilled the purpose of the goal of the law. Unlike Jesus Christ, however, the law cannot save anyone. Nothing can bridge the gap between a holy God and a sinful man. Receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is the only way. The salvation that God offers us is a gift, and we need to respond and receive it or be lost forever. Our third section, we must become Christian, but how? Let's see what Paul has to say. In fact, it was said, in fact, it says, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And the message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is to openly declare in your faith that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Sin has cut us off from God, but Paul explained how to get back to God and be saved. It is not a complicated process, but based on a simple faith in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. God said, if we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God himself raised him from the dead, then we will be saved. This profession can be made by both Jews and Gentiles because with God, there is no favoritism when it comes to salvation. We need to be cleansed and made whole, and only G Jesus can do that. And our fourth and last section is, we must take the good news to others. But how can we call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring the good news. But not everyone welcomes the, God, the good news. For Isaiah 
the prophet says, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes by hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. God is calling us to bring the good news of salvation to others through our Christian living, loving, teaching, preaching. They will know that we follow Christ. If God's spirit is indeed in us, we will obey this commandment. If it is not true of us, then we need to examine ourselves seriously before the word. Often we think evangelism as a task for others with specific spiritual gifts. But everyone in the church should be using their gifts, time, and talents to further and ultimately goal of evangelism everywhere. And as I said, we must receive our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the only way to heaven. Nothing, no one. And as I said before, we live in a, a, a materialistic world. Our money, our properties, our possessions, our fame, it's what we think that gives us power. But we ourselves have no power. Only our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the only one that has the power. God is the only one. And through him and through him only that we may see God. Thank you and have a great and blessed week. God bless you. I love you.